0: Welcome back to Conversations with Condiments. I am your host, Soy Sauce.
1: And I'm your favorite condiment that you put on your
0: fries. Ketchup. Ooh, I do love that ketchup. But that, that's weird. between ketchup. I wouldn't say it like that. Well, no, I mean I could say it like that. No, I, but no, you bet- between the two, <laughs> I would get soy sauce, throw it on some rice, carbon. Fri- okay. For fries. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. Like for yeah, your come fries. On. Come on, man. Anyways. Thanks for listening. This is episode nine. Um, We got a few good topics for today. Um, I'm excited about these topics. I love tech. I'm a huge nerd. Um, So I love, I love, love, love technology. So
0: before we get to that, if you this is episode nine, if you missed the uh, eight previous episodes, feel free to catch us on Spotify. Search condiments uh, conversations with condiments. You can find us on anchor.fm forward slash condiments or Breaker Google Podcasts. Anything like that. You can also find us on Twitter at uh, ketchup underscore soy, and you can reach us at condiments or I'm sorry, conversations with condiments at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, some. Uh, Ref, not, not referrals what do you call that um topics new <laughs> topic topics that ideas. you want us to talk about <laughs> topic ideas i'm having unless a you want fight. me to it's be a reference a on your day.
1: application let me know put, put me down as one of your reference for a car loan whatever you want put ketchup
0: speaking of reference did you ever see that video from years ago did you ever see that video from like years ago where the it was like put an on. australian radio australian radio show where they just Mm -hmm. called a random number and said hey uh you know i'm about to go to a job i don't have any references could you you know be my reference and the guy's like yeah sure so the radio host hangs up with that guy calls back like probably 10 15 (laughs) minutes later and (laughs) pretends that they're the employer that's Calling the reference, and the dude nailed it. He was like, "Yeah, it's my best bud. I've, you know, I've known him for like six years. He does this and that. Good guy, blah blah." blah. And like, he was just—it was great. It was fantastic. It was like awesome. the hope in people that you wish to see every day, unlike the shitty stuff that's going around yeah, today.
1: Just a genuinely good person.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, do you eat anything? Anything crazy? Anything new? Anything fun? This week I didn't.
1: I didn't. This week was boring. Um, I had, I mean, for lunch was like just basic a sandwich. That was it. That's all I had this week for lunch because that w- that's what was in my fridge and it didn't cost me anything, minus buying it f- the first time. Um, I did have Chick Fil A nice. uh, yesterday, which is al- always good. Um, and then I had I actually had McDonald's you know, today for lunch I, I, because uh, I haven't had McDonald's in a while and I was missing their French fries.
0: Well, for it's funny enough, I've actually had McDonald's probably like two, maybe three times this week as well. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I also had like In-N-Out like roughly the same amount of times. Uh, I had Subway just earlier. And, um, dude, well, it's funny because my girlfriend and I went to, we were actually on our way to get Chick-fil-A last night. It was like 9.30. It closes like at 10 or something. And we were on our way. And when we got to the intersection, The Chick-fil-A and the In-N-Out are still in the same corner, right? And so, I'm, you know, my girlfriend's like, hey, um, I'm kind of feeling In-N-Out now. Like, how do you feel about that? I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. So we ended up going to the In-N-Out instead. And, um, dude, it was great. I don't know. I can't, you know, if you had to tell me to choose between the two, In-N-Out all day, for sure.
1: Yeah, I haven't been to, I mean, I think we've covered this before, but I haven't been to In and Out. I need to next time I have the chance, I need to go back and get some of their animal fries. Um, Cause I, I really well I the guess closest In n Out to
0: so. you is Texas, right? That should be the closest yeah. In to you.
1: I ain't going out of my way for it though. Uh, I might well, have to. Well, actually, uh, yeah, I'll have to look into that and and see where it is and see if I can plan a trip to Texas for some reason. I'm sure there's you know, somebody down there I can talk to. I was looking
0: <laughs> on a map and I was like. You know the, the map of the U.S. because I saw an article about you know how much you would need to make to rent a two-bedroom apartment in, in 2020, right? And yep. they were giving it, you know the hourly wages across the board, and then I, I'm like, "Where's Tennessee?" I see Tennessee, and then I'm like, "Oh, Tennessee is a lot further away than from Texas that I remember."
1: <laughs> yeah, we're like what one one full state over. Yeah, I think so I think there's I like, a, what's that Louisiana, Arkansas, over there? Mm, yeah, so. Yeah, we got a we got like a that. little bit of a distance. I, I know to Waco, Texas, or to Houston, it's like I want to say eight and a half, nine hours. It's a little bit that's, of a drive, but not that's too still bad. pretty
0: good though. That's still pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, uh, I mean it's a, it's a, it's about the same distance if you're driving out to the other side of Tennessee, because um, yeah. you can you can drive from from here. You can drive seven and a half, eight hours and still be in Tennessee. Um, we got we're, we're a long state, so. Not, not nearly as long as California is, but but we stretch out pretty far. So,
0: speaking of driving, a little random, I ended up saying goodbye to my old 2003 Tahoe, the one uh, that was dead. I oh, ended that's up, good. Um, I ended up selling it to pick your part, like I told you, I was going to. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I got you know about seven hundred bucks off of it. So I'm pretty oh, happy about bad. that.
1: Yeah, you I know. donated my uh, I donated my BMW to Habitat for Humanity. And uh was able to get a tax write off for it. I think they I was gonna say. I think yeah. they sold it for like seven hundred. Um that's so I'm not able to, bad yeah, No, I'm able to claim that on taxes this upcoming year. Um so I'm nice. looking looking forward to that. I don't know if that's really gonna help her or not, but you know, hey, it's better than nothing and they're able to use that money to help somebody else rather than just putting cash in my pocket. So well, I felt felt ooh. good about that.
0: With the cash in your pocket, you can also get some new tech stuff. Ooh. Absolutely. Um so I, you got me into the micro keyboards, the sixty percent. Yeah, sixty percent. Right, uh, I'm a huge fan of those. I love it. It's a lot of fun. I'm still yep. okay. So I'm a ten key guy. I love the ten key, but you mm-hmm. know, at the same time, you know, using this particular keyboard, uh, the sixty percent is it sixty or sixty five? Sixty, right?
1: Uh, that's a sixty five because it's got the arrow keys on it.
0: Okay, so sixty five. Mm-hmm. Using the sixty-five uh, percent keyboard. I love it. It's it's I mean, you kinda have to relearn to align your, your fingers a little bit. Yep. When you're typing, but other than that, yeah. you know, I don't use the F keys as often as I thought I did. I don't use the 10 key as often as I thought I would.
1: Correct. Yep. I still and once have you my learned, arrow keys once so. you learn that number row up top, it's pretty it's pretty easy to use uh, a sixty percent or a sixty key keyboard. Um, and plus they just look good. Uh, they, they look they real do. small, real minimalist. They look it, it catches your eye when you're not used to seeing something like that. Um, I use i use them all the time now. I've got one for my gaming PC, and I've got one for my work set up, and then whenever we do go back to the office, whenever that is, um, I guarantee you I'll be taking one of them with me to the office just because I absolutely love. I thought about building a 10-key um, but I don't deal with, I like building a custom mechanical tin key, but I just right. don't deal with numbers that much to where I need to, where I need to hit out, hit out a lot of numbers really quickly. So I guess what just use what that I, lo-
0: what I, one of the things I love about this keyboard is that you know, when you're done with it, you can actually just take it off, unplug it, and, you know, fold it up, throw it to the side. Because, um, I, you know, I, I work from home, too, and, uh, and so I have two different keyboards. And, you know, you got to make space because you don't have a lot of desk space. So the yep. fact that I can just unplug this, move it to the side, and just throw my other setup out and prep it for the next day, I think that's really cool. You know, I love RGB. I'm not huge in... T- like, if I can customize it a little bit more, that'd be cool. But at the same time, I love it the way it is. Cause I'm not staring at the keyboard as yeah. most people think, you know? Yep. Um,
1: yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's the other side of it too, is once you, once you realize how often you're not looking at the keyboard, why have a big massive keyboard? I yeah, mean, no. and then, so the keycaps, I, I mean, this is going to be hard to explain over over voice, but I, I, I showed you the picture of the keycaps I got, yeah. the gradient from the black to tan to, to white. Um, yeah. So my 60-key my keyboard, which is a true 60%, it only has 60 keys on there, um, is there's no labels for any of the keys, what they are. You just got to g- guess and hope you get it right. Um and it's actually helped with typing speeds. Yeah. Because I'm not looking I'm not looking at my keyboard really? fin- finally because I there's nothing to see. Like every key is blank, they're just different colors and so it's like I, I, th- I why waste my time to look down at the keyboard. Um but yeah, so my my typing speeds have increased by 20 words a minute um just from n- not looking at the keyboard oh. and just trusting myself that I'm going to hit the Very right key cool. when I do. Yeah, so But how are you – so overall, what's your impression of of the 60%?
0: So my – okay, so this is how I feel about the 60%. I love the one that you provided me. Thank you very much. Um, No problem. But it's got to the point where it's – I feel like it's a Gundam kit sometimes where you can just literally just get a frame and build it any way you want. Get a custom kit, custom keys. Like I did – I saw this YouTuber who did a custom build in the sense of what – marquez brownlee would would want um yep. and so you know he had the the gray keys with the red accents and i'm like oh dude that looks so good and then he was you know showing how he deadened the sound with some you know pouring some was like resin inside and then yeah put some foam whatever and then he switched up the keys so you know they're not as clicky as a you know are. you know these these aren't actually all that clicky i like them and it's uh my thing is, I this is probably the loudest I would want a keyboard now. Yeah. Using it for for quite some time now, because when I had my Corsair before, dude, that thing I loved it, but it was super click 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 click. Yeah, you know? yeah, the blue like,
1: switches on them.
0: Yeah, and Those so are loud. These are really nice. I love it. Um, You know, and if, <clears throat> so the thing with me is that I don't like to replace things unless they're broken. Sure. But at the same time I'm itching to just, you know, go out of my comfort zone and build a keyboard. No, know?
1: and that's that's the good that's a good thing to do is that's what I have right now is a custom build. I bought the um I bought the tray that everything goes in. I bought the PCB board, I bought the backing plate, um, I bought all the switches, I bought all the, the keycaps. Um it does get expensive, I will say that. Um, the good thing is is with with your keyboard you are able to take that apart and put in foam and that yeah. that foam will deaden the click. So when you when you have the keycap that noise that you hear is the keycap actually hitting the switch itself. And so if you were to put foam in there, it would actually deaden that sound and make it more of a thud rather than a click. Um, so it would actually register quieter.
0: So do they sell like cuz you said this is a 65 so do they do they sell a 65 thing that I can just purchase and just Rip off and put it on.
1: Uh, as far as like a, a base plate or uh, uh, just caps? like
0: the you know, like like the foam piece that you would just put in between. Or oh, like so custom so cut that everybody
1: out? uses everybody uses different different ones. I use so on mine. I use um it's the shelf liner. You know, like the the rubberized shelf mats that you can put inside, like just the shelves in the kitchen or the shelves in oh, your yeah. bathroom. yeah Yeah, that's what i use i just like triple layered it and shoved it in there um and then screwed it on some people use like neoprene foam um some one one person used like a really thin uh carpet backing um which that one didn't turn out too good because you're looking for something soft and, and something that can soak up noise and vibration um but yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's different ones. I would just Google it and and figure out which one works best. There's a lot of good YouTubers out there that build keyboards, and they built. The, I forgot one of one of the guys I watched, but he built one and built the same keyboard three different ways, but used three different foams. So it cool. was three of the same exact keyboards with just different foam backings in there, and they all sound different, which is insane. Um, I was
0: hoping you'd give a little pause with the you know vibration sounds. Mm-hmm. because i kind of made a good vibration marky mark reference <laughs> but you kind of killed the opportunity and i'm really upset now mark
1: marky mark <laughs> and the fun, funky bunch
0: yeah you know who marky mark is right please tell me you know. yeah, yeah okay. mark Wahlberg? Goodness. yes oh thank goodness okay um so moving on to your mouse I have a Logitech G502. A buddy of mine uh, gifted it to me. I think couple, several Christmases ago. Quite some time actually. Like probably four, maybe five years already. Um, I've never had any issues with this mouse. It is fantastic. I love the fact that you can adjust the weight on it. You can adjust. There's so much yep. customized ability to this mouse that it's ridiculously good. And then I just recently found out there's obviously a wireless one. I have a wired yep. one, um, and you know, but unfortunately, like I said, you know, unless it's broken, I don't want to buy another one. You know, so I'm just waiting for I'm waiting for this one to poop itself, and then you know, go get another one. <laughs> oh no! I dropped get mass. mad, slamming into
1: the desk. It, it have Call of Duty. It happens. <laughs> no, it, these things are pricey, man. <laughs> yeah. So I started oh, off dude. with Sp- Call of Duty, man. I started off with a with a Mad Cat Rat Three. Um, which was my first okay. gaming mouse. Um, from there, I switched over to the Corsair M65, which is just one of their, or M60s. I think the M65, no, the K65 was the keyboard I had. The M65 was the mouse, um, which was a wired mouse. And okay. then from there, I switched to a Corsair Iron Claw, which was the first wireless mouse that I ever used. And Because um, I was hesitant because I don't, for gaming, you want quick response you want no latency you just want it to be direct movement from your mouse to your computer and
0: the instant feedback
1: yeah and so for the the iron claw from corsair there was no lag no input lag it was one for one what i did to the mouse showed up on the screen Um, and then that one started wearing out on me. And then I switched over to the steel series. I've got the, let's see, what is this? The rival 650 wireless mouse. Um, and I absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. One thing I love about it right now is I'm, I'm like tossing it around in my hands. Um, you can set a, you can set a sleep mode on it so that after five minutes of not moving it, it goes to sleep, and the only way to wake it up is clicking a button. Um, oh, so okay, so you don't have to worry about can,
0: like just you know little bumps on the table or something. Yeah, it yeah,
1: like I, I can shake it around on the table right now, nothing happens. I have to click a button to to wake it back up. Which this battery life will last me about a week of gaming. Here's the kicker: it charges full battery in 15 minutes. What? No, and you can use it while it charges what that's the crazy part is so like every once in a while whenever it wakes back up the scroll wheel will show you red green red orange or green and it just shows you your battery life roughly um and so whenever it hits orange i plug it in i play a little bit or i'm scrolling through a menu or on Warzone. if i die and i'm waiting to be all back i plug it in and um then next time i need it i just unplug it and we're good to go Um, but it works like if you're just doing stuff, um, if you're just doing stuff like on your desktop and you don't need it to be for gaming and stuff, you can plug it in and still use it, um, while it's, while it's charging, it takes, like I said, 15 minutes to charge and that full charge gets me about a week. Uh, I want to say four or five days and that's, you know, you know, me playing about four hours a day and, um, I absolutely love it. This was the best purchase. It was pricey though. It's around $130. Um, okay, but I do not regret it at all. Um, and then it's which a nice uh, which fun model is uh, This is the Steel Series the Rival 650 wireless. Okay,
0: Rival. I'm actually looking that up right now. Yeah, I'm really the careless.
1: wireless, the Rival 650. Um, it's pretty good. They make a few other ones as well, um, but that one that one is solid. I, I was thoroughly impressed. I know Steel Series makes good quality. Good quality headsets, good... And they make just no frills, like no frill stuff. Oh, is it? That's not bad. That's 20% off.
0: Yeah, it's 100 bucks. Um, It looks pretty easy to take apart and clean if you need to.
1: Yeah, and that's... that's, The side panels take uh, off and you can add weights.
0: Oh, so that's what it is, the weights. Yeah, you can
1: add up to... It's four by... pieces of weights. yeah. It's a four by four. So each one weighs four grain, four grains, four grams. I don't know. But um, yeah, so you can add how, as many as you want. I run like it with zero. It's pretty good. Um, I'm more of a, I don't know if you know about like claw versus palm versus like how you hold a mouse. I'm more of a claw player uh-huh. where I just, okay. so my, my thumb and pinky just touch the mouse and then my index and ring or index and middle finger touch um i don't palm the mouse i don't rest my palm on it i just kind of i'm more of like a i don't know how captain dad does his rar and you know you <laughs> like make that hand motion of a cat kind of the same idea um i don't i don't rest it in my palm um i'm just more i feel more agile like that the corsair iron claw though that one is more of a palm mouse it's bigger it sits up taller you more you rest your hand on it more um and which is why I wanted to switch to something a little bit more streamlined, um, but overall, everyone so uh, that I, I saw reviews
0: used... the way I hold. Go ahead. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, w- as far as holding my mouse, I realize so my thumb rests on the thumb area, right, and then my ring finger would like basically kind of press and you know just hold the side of it and. My pinky would probably rest on the side of it, too. And then where... But so my hand and my my index and my middle finger would just kind of be, like, hovering over, you know, the buttons. And so the hand mm-hmm. itself, on so my palm, is kind of, like, hovering over the thing. So I'm not actually resting it on... Yeah. I never understood the feeling of resting a hand on your mouse. It feels weird to me. It doesn't feel like... A lot of control. Oh, there is a lot of control, but it feels weird. It's like unnatural. Like, just I'm, cl- I guess I'm clawing it. I guess that's what yep. you would call it. Or this, or no, that, that, yeah, it.
1: that's exactly, that's exactly what I'm doing as well. And I, it, it's hard to describe without like showing you. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I, I know, I know there's a lot of, uh, there's a few professional players that will palm the mouse and like have their handful. Yeah. I think Shroud's one of them. Um, which he's just an mm-hmm. anomaly on his own. Um, but, yeah, I think he palms it. But he also uses the Logitech as well. Um, but I, I do like the smaller form factor mice.
0: Well, you know, I with my Logitech, the G502, I love it. Um, I honestly can't – here's the thing. Like normally if you're using, you know, whatever tech it is or just any item around your house or in your car or whatever, there's always going to be some negative aspect to it. That you're like, you know what, this is nice but i think next time if i get something i kind of want something that has this feature or that feature right with this particular mouse the g502 there's nothing that i can really complain about it so the only thing that i would want on my new one would just for it to be wireless you know yeah i actually this has made me so loyal to to the logitech brand and you know to be fair logitech has some bomb ass speakers dude their they speaker do. setups they have some uh thx certified i think the one that i have is the z uh 23 but then the z25 i think is the most updated one but Hmm. if you don't if you or any listeners you know don't have a thx certified speaker it doesn't have to be like a big you know seven piece speaker just two satellites on the and a a sub man i tell you what in a a relatively sized room that thing will sound like a movie theater man i tell you it sounds like a movie theater
1: yeah. I need to invest in some good, some good speakers. I don't, I don't have anything. I normally just use headphones all the time. Um, and so I, I want to get some good speakers. That way I can just listen, listen to music while I'm just around the apartment. Um, I do have a sound bar that has a, a, subwoofer that's separate from it in the den. Um, but I just want something that has like that good studio, studio quality. I'm a, I'm a sound snob. I love good audio. Um, yeah. So speaking, no, speaking of audio headsets, we can just dive right into that. Um, so, what do you use? So, I'm,
0: I'm using, I'm using, I'm jumping ahead of you right now. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> I'm using, uh, these actually are old headphones that I'm using right now. They are the Razer Electras. And so, you can't find them now. If you go onto the Razer uh, website, you'll just find the Electra version 2s or v2s or whatever right um yep. they're the hyper green you know the razor green uh they're circular and they look to be f- in my honest opinion they look kind of cheap but the sound quality i'm sure is fantastic like my razor electros these i've had these i think since like 2014 and it's 2021 right like these sound phenomenal you know, I never had any issues. We, you know, when we're playing Warzone, I still hear footsteps and everything with no issues. The, the audio quality is nice. I was, and I was funny. It was funny because like, uh, there was a point where I'm like, man, I need to get some new headphones. Mine are falling apart, and I was like, but I don't want to buy a new headset because if I were to buy a new headset, I would end up spending two to three hundred dollars on a new headset because that's just how I am. Like, if I'm gonna yeah. invest something. You know, invest in something that's going to last me a long time where I don't want to spend a lot of money just buying over and over and over. I'm going to spend a lot of money on it. So I was looking initially at the uh, JBL headphones that, um, you know, that the 100 Thieves were kind of like promoting. And I was looking at the, I noticed that Tim the Tatman was using um, Audio Technicas. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So I looked up the model. It's like $180 for I, which I think is the set that he's using. I can't be sure, but I, but it's like $170, and I'm like, dude, that's a lot of Jeez. money. So what I ended up doing is I was able to find the um the cup replacements on the the cushioning for my razor Electras. I was able to find replacements for like seven bucks. So I bought a pair, replaced the pad, feels like brand new. You know, the uh, the connection, you know, the over the top where it connects both of the ears, um, mm-hmm. the structurally, it's fine, but the fabric and everything like that is obviously like peeling away and whatever. But as far as comfort, it's actually, I have no issues, you know? So the fact that, oh, and, I, and the best part is I got these on slick deals when it was like $30, $35. And at oh, the really? time, nice. yeah. And at the time, it was like a 60 $70 headset back then. You know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I got these for a steal. I'm, you know, they've always been good, and I, you know, no complaints. I love them. I, 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 really do. And I, when it comes to audio, I, I'm really picky. Just like you, I'm an audiophile. Sometimes, you know, like when it comes to music, yeah. I, you know, I've learned the difference between like, you know, your two fourteen kilobytes versus like your three twenty three forty kilobytes or whatever i don't remember the numbers how it used to be back in the day but the audio quality you could just tell just by listening to whether it's on a good head- pair of headphones or a bad pair of headphones like everyone loves apple i fuck apple okay yeah. well, i don't know i don't i don't know about their newer stuff now but at least you know the old wired ones that used to come yep. with your phones yep. those sucked ass so much versus like yeah. your, your sony head your, your wired sony headphones your wired blueberry uh, blackberry headphones your
1: yeah. wired well because because Samsung started with their phones uh, they started sending out their headphones with uh, made by AKG um, they're
0: they're so they're made by Samsung but they're tuned by AKG
1: ah okay that's why there's the AKG logo on the back of them
0: yeah, so from what I know they're tuned by AKG. So I don't know they're made by AKG, but they're tu- at least tuned by it. So that, which to be fair, the audio quality is really good. I mean, for what it is. It's a yeah, free headset. No. no complaints. I have you know, I love listening to I've listened to AK, you know the the Samsung headphones all the time. Um I it's not until recently when I just got Bluetooth headphones. But, you know, Oh, the quality quality on those Samsung's headphones are really good too, by the way. Mm-hmm. But back to headphones, what are you rocking?
1: So I've got some Philips Fidelios, uh, the X2HRs, the Dash 27s. Um, they've got a 50 millimeter. Oh, and that's also running off of a 30 watt amp, tube amp that's on my desk. Um I love. I I was a skeptic of of tube amps. Like, I I just didn't didn't. I, I mean, I know for guitars that they're good because I play guitars and everybody loves a tube amp, and you can tell the difference. But for headphones, I was just thinking, nah, an amp's an amp. You're yeah. just amplifying the audio signal and driving the driving the drivers that are in the headphones themselves. Um, and man, I I plug these things in, and as soon as those tubes warm up. It it's a whole nother thing. I mean the frequency response is from five Hertz to forty thousand Hertz. It's so just you, insane.
0: You're running the Fidelio X two HR, right?
1: X two HRs, yep.
0: Okay. So I've always had a question, I'm looking at it right now on on, mm-hmm. um, on Amazon. You don't so you have the main strap that goes over that connects the headphones yep. and you yep. always have and then there's that cushion pad in between yep. that. So how comfortable is that cushion pad?
1: Very it's really? spring loaded, yeah. So it, it's it's a very soft spring load too. Um, so I'll it's it's it. I can wear them for hours and hours and hours on end, and I don't like. I'm not sore. They're not tight. They're not loose. I can shake my head. They don't fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, the only downside is that they're corded. That's it. I mean, I haven't, uh, they're open back so I can hear kind of the room around me, all yeah. sounds and music sound more naturally heard rather mm-hmm. than plasticky and, and kind of like how most over the, over the ear headphones have that are closed back. Um, they've just got a really, really good quality to them. I use them when we play games. Um, I use them when I'm just listening to music. I take them upstairs when I go to work and plug them into my computer up there and listen to music all day. One thing I really like about these is because they are open back, I don't have to take them off when I answer a phone call. Oh. I can just hit the I can hit the call, the answer button, put it on speaker, just cut my music off and I can hear everything in the room perfectly fine. Very nice. Um, I like to take them on trips too. I, I've got a shorter cable. Um, the one that it comes with is like, I don't know how long. It's like, I want to say 10 feet long. <laughs> um which is which is good when you're plugging into a computer but not when you're trying to you know get on an airplane with them and i to be honest i've been on one airplane ride with these and it is awful because they are open back and they're not noise canceling <laughs> you so, can hear no music and everybody you know talking and the engines roaring
0: so i noticed that these comes with a mic too a plug in mic
1: uh no they do not Really? Cuz maybe it, the one you're looking at does, but the yeah. the one that I bought was strictly just the headphones. Oh, Cause okay. Cuz I cause I, ha- I have an external mic, so there's no need to have a Right. No well, I mean have a the plug-in. one the
0: model that I'm looking at, um that's the one that has the mic on it. Oh, oh, there's the dog again. Um so it has the mic. It this one's going for 160. That's actually not too bad for for a pair of headphones actually.
1: No, and for headphones that are specifically meant for audio quality, that's not bad at all. Um, I was looking at these, and then I was lo- also looking at some Sennheisers, and I decided Ooh. to go with I decided to go with these um, and give them a shot. A and they name, did a great but job, but they're also know, big money. I know they they are quite a lot of money, but um, I I really enjoy these. I've had these for almost a year now, mm-hmm. and um, I have no complaints at all nice. like nice. none whatsoever they're comfortable they're they've man can they get loud um, so
0: do you feel that if you, they were to ever like junk out on you a couple of years down the line would you stay with that like this updated version of that or would you actually seek out a better audio quality
1: i so right now i would definitely go higher quality okay um this was this was kind of my first dive into a good good head like audio specific yeah um headphones mm-hmm. um so now i understand yeah. that you know money talks when you're when you're listening to music and quality is there there is quality there to be had and so i would definitely go something higher um i'd either i would either look at their updated ones or like just i don't know if they offer anything higher than than what i currently have but if not i would definitely be jumping over to um, Sennheiser or I don't know if I'd do Audio Technica because I know Sennheiser's better. Um but I would definitely be switching over to to a different brand if um Philips doesn't have anything.
0: Well, as to as far as the headphones go, I know those would go very well with VRs, right? So mm-hmm. I heard you told me the other day that you're actually, you know, interested in getting VR. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so that that and also 3D printing; those are the two things that I want to get oh, into. I definitely those want are, to get into that. Those are printing. kind of the two hobbies hobbies that are around, that relate around tech that I just haven't gotten into. Um, and so, yeah, the other day, um, I was looking at um, I was looking at some VR headsets. What also helped is I made a little bit of money on Dogecoin. Hint, hint, wink, wink, and. Um, so the the VR headset that I bought was free. Um, I ended up going with the... Uh, Wait, Dogecoin went up? Yeah, when I bought it. Um, oh. It, yeah, so I bought it back when it was very, very cheap. And uh, when it skyrocketed to, I think it's like 58 cents now, I bought it at 8 cents a coin. And um, so I made a little bit. And so I ended up going with the HP Reverb G2. Um, the reason I did that is it's inside out tracking it meaning it senses the world around you from the headset and okay. it doesn't require sensor towers um, in the room and that was kind of kind of my biggest thing is I just didn't want to have to add anything to the walls or I didn't want to I didn't want to have these weird little light boxes around that just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb um, And plus I do a lot of I do a lot of flight sim and a lot of racing simulators where I don't need, I, I most likely won't be using the controllers um, from it a lot. Um, I will be playing like Beat Saber and some of the gun games um, where you'll need the where you, where you will need the controller. Um, but a lot of it is just I have a, I have a joystick, I have throttle, um, or I, I would get like a steering wheel or something where all I would be using from the VR is just the headset alone. And so I wanted it to be a single a single package. Um, so, so that's why I went with you that. You played
0: one. VR then before, right? I have yes. Okay, so. Is it like those videos where you see people stumbling around and, you know, walking into walls or breaking TVs and stuff like that? Is it like really like that real where you, you know, you feel that you need to physically move or do you already know that, you know, this is, you're playing a game and, you know, you don't need to physically move. Do you just need to use your hands or whatever?
1: Yeah. So in the original one, in like the original Oculus Rift, um, that was that was more of the kind of your entry to vr uh-huh. um and that one there wasn't any kind of it, it there was no base level because that was the base level and so you didn't really know what to expect um okay. so that one you you had a lot more people and especially if you don't know what it is because i've seen videos of people like on roller coasters on vr and like falling forward into the tv at the mall have you seen those <laughs> yeah i've seen yeah. those yeah yeah, and that I get. If you don't understand what you're putting on, right. like if you don't understand what's going on, yeah, I get that. Um, but no, once you're once you're in there, the best way to describe it is you've played a Wii before, right? Yes. It's the same idea, but you are the character. Oh, okay. You're, you're not you're not controlling the character with the, or the remote. You are the character, and the remote's your hand. Um, yeah. So it's kind of the same idea. There's sword fighting where you're actually the character and you are swinging a sword, um, and you can duck or move or stuff like that to avoid being hit as well. Um, it, it just it kind of puts you into the game, hence virtual reality. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to get it. it. It arrives tomorrow, which I'm I'm super excited about. So and, um, I,
0: ideally you want to be in, if you're playing a VR, you ideally you want to be set in a rather spacious room just in case anything were to happen then.
1: Well, to, to some degree, um, because some of it, uh, so the, the one that I got and majority of them will have you map out the room that you're in, uh-huh. um, and which is why I chose the inside out tracking because it has four cameras on it that two go forward and then two go off to your left and right side. Okay. Um. And so, what you do is when you're setting it up, you track out your quote unquote play space and where where your safe boundaries are. Um. You, you create your own safe space. And <laughs> Yay,
0: uh, <laughs> safe space. Oh my god. And so
1: no one no one can hurt you inside your safe space unless you, you know, smash into your desk. Um. Oh. But once you start approaching kind of the border of your safe space. Yeah. That sounds really weird to say. But once you start approaching the border, it will actually show you a grid within the game Uh on the ground and will kind of break you out of the virtual reality for a second and be like, Oh, I'm about to walk into my desk or my bed or the wall or something like that. And there's also for inside out tracking, this is the other crazy part is there's also a pass through mode where you can have it set up to where when you're getting close to something, Mm -hmm. it will, it will start phasing in an actual camera view from those cameras to show oh. you, hey, you're about to hit your desk. That's um, pretty so cool. Like, yeah, it's actually it, it's it's a mix. It's a mixed reality at that point rather than virtual reality. Well, um, I would
0: say it's like a, a what do we call that? Altered? Is it altered reality? Augmented, re, a- augmented augmented reality. That's what it is. Augmented. Yeah.
1: So it turns it turns into that. Okay. Um, and so that that's I'm just excited. To, I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, are there like a lot of good games
0: on those VR systems? There
1: are, there are a ton. Check out Steam and sort sort by VR compatible games. Uh There are a ton of games out there. I Um, know
0: there's that Resident Evil Seven. I think it was. Yep. Yep. And And I remember seeing people, you know, saying, "Oh, telling the little kids you want to play a game. (laughs) Oh, that's terrifying." Dude, I've seen it, and these kids would cry. They would run into a wall. They'd run in, yep. and then they, ah.
1: now that stuff. Yeah, I I would understand trying to get away from whatever's coming down the hallway at you. Yeah, that, <laughs> like that's, that's terrifying.
0: I, I think that's pretty messed up. And yeah. I, that I don't, you know, people YouTube that or or TikTok. I don't know if this during the TikTok time, but like they do stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, it's funny to you, but you're gonna traumatize the crap yeah, out of your kid I, <laughs> doing something like that. That kids you hurt.
1: <laughs> But no, I, I will not be downloading any scary games. I, I do not want to do that. Uh, nothing about that excites me. <laughs> right. Or, oh, you know, I may, I may download one and have my girlfriend play it. Um, just instead of tormenting the kid, torment the girlfriend. Um, I think that would, you know, I think that would make her extremely happy. So, sorry if you hear this uh, and it's already happened. Please forgive me.
0: Um, that being said, you said <laughs> you wanted to get into 3D printing. Um, yes. My buddy actually so i was introduced to 3d printing when he had gotten his printer back in like 2018 or something like that right and the things that i was what's funny is that so he had the i think it was an ender machine right and um, okay it was it was funny because like i guess there was a common problem with the printer thing up top that when you know if you were to join those 3d printer forums a lot of people are like, hey, if you got this printer, make sure you print out this piece specifically and then just unbolt the, the stock piece and put it on so your prints don't get messed up later on. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, that's pretty cool. And then he's built so many accessories for his 3D printer that makes it run so much smoother, which is phenomenal. And then he's printed so many cool things where, like, you know, desk plant holders. Yeah. Uh, car parts or whatever it may be like and i have other friends who are you know just trying to print little statues and stuff too and i just actually (laughs) and i just actually saw a video on facebook where this guy three d printed like the star wars helmet and you know just um sanded it down and and painted it and everything and looks super legit so i think it was printed in like three or four major pieces and then you just basically put it, you know, you, you glue it together and then, uh, you would sand it down so you don't have those rough, you know, rigid lines and everything. And then you just primer paint and, you know, you know, sand primer paint and that's That's all it is. Yeah. And then so, and I think that's really cool that 3D printing, you can do so much things like you said, it's a, it's a really good hobby. And the fact that cosplaying, it takes cosplaying in general to a whole nother level in itself as well. You know, you don't have yeah, to worry about you
1: can, I mean, create your own create your own um, costumes or parts to your car, co- like accessories to your costume.
0: Exactly. And, you know, just like helmets, you know, back in the day, people were like, oh, man, it costs like three hundred dollars for a helmet or something. Now you can just
1: print it. I've always wanted a Master Chief helmet. Really? I've always, always wanted one.
0: Didn't they sell a life size helmet on one of the collector's editions?
1: They did. And that's what I wanted. But I was too young and I had no money.
0: Oh, I was already a man when that happened.
1: I'm anyway. going to Amazon right now. Hold on. Oh. I'm, I'm buying one. I don't care what it cost. <laughs>
0: Priorities. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: and it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Amazon. Right. Yeah. Oh, but see. I want one that I can wear. I don't want one that because the one okay, so the one that they were sending out with the uh with the uh, uh blah, 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 with a game edition whichever one you bought uh-huh. um, that one was it wasn't a full helmet you could put on that was a it like set on a display oh. um, so yeah so it wasn't an actual it wasn't an actual helmet you could put on your head
0: but you know what actual helmet you can put on your head the new mass effect trilogy remaster that's coming out
1: the collector's mm.
0: edition has a helmet that you can actually use. Not obviously, it's not DOT certified, so don't use it to ride your motorcycles or anything like that. But you know, you can That's actually unfortunate. U- you can actually use it and like throw it on your you know throw it on your heads. So you can cosplay it if you wanted to, and you know, do your nerdy geeky stuff. Uh, I think it's really cool. Uh, side note: Have you played the Mass Effect series?
1: I have not. That's been something I just haven't uh, gotten into. It, it is, for some reason it doesn't interest me. It
0: is fantastic. If you ever get a chance to play it, I I would highly advise you to play the new remastered version of it that's coming out in May. Um, just so it's prettier and uh, they fix a lot of the mechanics, obviously, uh, in the games, so it just runs a lot smoother. But if you do get a chance, get into it. The story itself is phenomenal. The the you know the the act the combat mechanics, at least in and three and two and three are actually a lot better than the first one. But it's a, such a fantastic game. The story allows you to go so many ways. Like it's like Fallout where you have dialogue selection, you know. Yep. Um, and you can basically go Paragon, which is like your your good guy, or you can go Renegade, which is your bad guy. And it, you know, every choice that you make, your choices from game one will affect your choices in game three. That's you know awesome. I mean? So I think that's fantastic. And what's cool is that. Um you're the way you build your character because it has custom facial character creations, that can carry from game one to also game three.
1: Really? Yeah. I kinda like I kinda like that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah.
0: So I mean they ha- well when it first came out, they had bugs and issues and stuff. So you kinda had to like custom create it on the third game. But I think now, especially with a remaster, it's probably a lot smoother and you don't have to worry about it bugging out on you. Yep. But yeah, when you get a chance, Mass Effect trilogy, it's phenomenal. Don't play Andromino. that was trash. Just leave it alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to three D printing. Um, I would love to get one. Is actually, isn't it like a basic printer like three hundred bucks or something like that?
1: Yeah, there's a. I was looking at them the other day. There's a. There's a company that has one for two sixty. I think. Mm-hmm. And it's got like all five star reviews. I've seen several reviews done on YouTube of it. Um and actually one of the guys that I that I watch on YouTube, what he does is he creates he has he has um, viewers send in different fan designs for PC fans. Uh-huh. And he plugs them into the Noctua whatever the base one, the 125 is. And he then he like has a competition of all viewers fans and whoever can get the CPU, the coldest gets put on the wall in first place, second place, and so on. Um, And it's, it's pretty cool to see um, because they send him the file, he prints it out and then he does the test with them. Uh, So it's, it's unique, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know what I would create with a create with a 3d printer other than just tiny figurines and a master chief helmet.
0: I think 3d printers would be very good when it comes to like, D players because they can mm-hmm. just like create yep. their own dudes um but you know to to add and this is a shameless plug they're not sponsoring this of course or anything like that but heroes forge uh they create little miniatures that you could buy and you can you were able to custom the pose the items that's on there to an extent of course and you know you can figure out what material you wanted to maybe to be made out of and it wasn't like stupid expensive either it was like um you know, it it would range from the material, of course, from like thirty bucks to like seventy five bucks or whatever. You know, it was really cool. Uh, with a three D printer, you know, you can do the same thing, but obviously, just for considerably less money. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really cool. Three D printing. Uh, I feel like you would need like your own workshop, desk, garage, or you know, uh, uh you know, recreational room to do that because you really got to let it sit there and let it print some, some prints can be an overnight type of situation, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I was looking into, I was looking into that cause I got a little bit of room up in the office that I could put just a little side table yeah. up there. Um, and, and have, have it just print and I can, you know, lock the cat out so she can't mess it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've thought about that a lot actually here recently. So I'm, I'm sure that I'll get into it within the next year or two. Um, because because prices are coming down. Same thing with VR, and why I got into it now is because the Oculus Rift, the original one when it came out, was like fifteen hundred bucks. And again, I was in college, had no money, and was not going to be spending money on that. Um, and now it it's like you can get you can get a solid solid headset for like right at the five five 600 hundred dollar mark. Um, oh, wow. you can actually do it for cheaper with the uh, Oculus Quest two. Um which is I, th- I believe is 299. Um, so you can you can get them and that comes with the headset and controllers. The oculus, I'm probably misspeaking here, but there's an oculus. I think it's the oculus Quest 2 um that is a hundred percent like a single single unit item, meaning you don't need to plug it into a PC. oh wow yeah okay. so it, it it you can travel with it which I almost got that one, but the odds of me ever taking it when I travel is very rare. Um, That's just a and, lot of
0: money that you don't want to be taking around.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be fun though. I mean, I would I would love to like, you know, go on a business trip and, you know, bring along your, uh, just in the hotel room that night just playing some games. That'd be pretty fun.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure it would be. Um, that being said, um, to wrap it up, if you were to build... A perfect PC yeah. build. Oh, before we get to the build, chairs. Have you ever had a gaming chair?
1: I've got two of them.
0: Okay, so I had a, <laughs> I have a game <laughs> I have a gaming chair myself. Not currently, right yeah. now. I'm using a folding chair that I bought from Costco. It's like the cushion one for like 17 bucks. Um, but I do have a gaming chair. It's like Arc Racing or something like that. I bought it uh, on Mastdrop.com when it was still called Mastdrop. It I think it's just called Drop.com or something like that. Yep. Yep. Just uh, Drop. And um, the chair itself was originally priced at like five hundred bucks, but I was able to get it for like two fifty. Nice. And it was it's brand new. Nothing wrong with it. Um, so I have the chair. It's still in my storage unit right now. But it, you know, it's pretty comfortable for what it is. But I think if I was to get a new chair, I would definitely go with an office chair. Like I was. A, yep. <laughs> yeah, like a Herman Miller. I mean, those are oh, stupid expensive.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't but, go that high, but.
0: No, I mean if it's your house, like if you if you have bought a house or something, yeah, I would go that high.
1: Yeah. You know, we have those we had those at the office and um I didn't I was looking at the chair thinking, oh, this is a pretty comfortable chair. Can't be that yeah. expensive cuz it, it just looks weird. Right. And uh googled it and I was like, "Oh geez, And yeah, everybody like, has one?" Yeah, it's like That's a $500 expensive. chair at the least. Uh I, these were like 1200
0: yeah, see, there you go for
1: a chair, and it's like, jeez. But no, I think for the next one is uh, the next chair I get once one of these breaks is gonna be an office chair, um, preferably one with mesh, so that yeah. it breathes more because these things are hot.
0: Yeah, it. I, I totally agree. Um, and the thing is, like, so because my chair is new or well it was new i bought it back in 2017 but like even when i try to lean back on it it, you know the spring is still very stiff you know so you can't have that smooth you know uh what you call that a lean smooth smooth lean right so you know i'm like trying to force myself it but if i move it slingshots me to the front
1: does your chair have a does your chair have an adjustment for that you know Maybe because most do. I I've played with this
0: with a thing a lot, and I there's
1: didn't. so like right underneath I, the crotch area of the chair. Yeah, there's a cone that sticks down, and you should yes. be able to twist it.
0: Oh, is that what it is?
1: Yeah, the, and oh. that, that will loosen that tension or tighten it.
0: I never knew that. So for like years, <laughs> it was just basically on the, the that stiff setting.
1: Man, if I was there, I'd slap the back of your neck.
0: Oh, I'm sure you would. Uh, you
1: deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, next time you next time you have the chair out, try that. Um, that should that should remedy that because that's kind of the first thing I go to. I usually, majority of the time, I loosen it all the way up. Because I like,
0: of, I like leaning back. Like if I'm watching yeah. something or whatever, I kind of just like lean back and just have like, you know that uh, South Park, you know, Fat gamer dude, where he's just like slouched back. That's like basically what I want to sit at in my gamer <laughs> chair, but I can't do that because the current setting on my chair.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, gaming chairs are cool um for a while. I mean, but th- then again, all of them are the same. Um, they all have that racing chair design, but none of them are actually like racing chairs. Um, no. Like, give me an actual Sparko. They, they, not it's gonna the Sparkos is gonna be way more comfortable than any gaming chair you're gonna sparkos
0: recaros you know what's funny is i've seen people who take those chairs who take those bucket seats and they don't have Mm -hmm. anything else to do with them and they just slap a thing on the bottom and make it a you know make a custom bracket on the bottom and then they just make that as their chair
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah um but I, I totally agree with you. I, I was like, oh, man, gaming chair for a pretty decent, you know, for for a fair price, right? Yeah. And I think it's worth every penny that I paid for it. I, you know, there's no major issues with it. Um, For having it for like three or four years, it, the wear isn't actually exceptionally – it's not as bad as I thought it would be, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But also with – uh, yeah, with a new chair, though, I think I would go with an the, with the office chair – I am kind of curious though about the secret lab chairs though, because they look yeah those a look good. Bit, they look wider, they look bigger, and a little more cushiony, you know. But they're super expensive because they the do collaborations ever. with League of Legends. They do collaborations yeah. with. Uh, they have the Game of Thrones collaborations. They have they have so many different collaborations that it's just like. The chair itself, I'm sure, if you get a blank, it's probably not that expensive. But if you want something that looks nice that's generally like a collab chair, then it's going to be like super expensive.
1: Yeah. So I went pretty basic on mine. I just got, I got my gaming chairs from office Depot. Um, I don't remember what brand they are. I think they're, I don't it's think like, they're might be respawn. Okay. I don't know. Um, but they're just black. So there, <laughs> there's no crazy colors on them. Um, Makes sense since just, we're
0: dying all the time. What? <laughs> It makes sense because we're dying all the time. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. And so it's like I I just I didn't want anything that stuck out like a sore thumb. I didn't want any kind of like look at me. I'm a racing chair. Um, colors on it. I didn't want the red. I didn't want the red and black. I just wanted straight black. And so um, I will say that, that, that the, the chairs that I do have, they don't stick out. Um, oh, okay. they, they blend in with the room pretty well. Um they Ooh. kinda go with the with the rest of the the leather the leather couch or the leather chairs that I got. So
0: I can tell you mine stick out.
1: But yeah. it's not <laughs> well,
0: so when I bought the chair, you had different colorways that you could choose from, you know. Um you had the red, the red black, the black and blue, the red, white, blue, black, yep, like, you know, whatever. And then they had the white, right? And so mine's white and black with a little bit ah. of silver on it. So, it looks, yeah, it stands out, but it's not gaudy. It's not, like, obnoxious. No, yeah, that's you know a good mean?
1: that's a good color scheme.
0: So, um, yeah, I love it. It's nice. Uh, it's a really good chair. I don't ever see myself getting rid of it. I mean, I'll get another computer chair, which would be yeah. the office chair, but I don't think I'll ever get rid of the chair unless it's, like, broken.
1: Yeah, no, and that's the thing is I can't, I mean... Well, I, th- I mean, for two hundred
0: fifty sp- bucks, I'm not gonna. get go. Yeah, I, th- I think I spent like <laughs> two
1: thirty a piece for these, and it's like five hundred bucks in chairs. I don't, I don't need to add another one to the collection right now. One of these needs to break, or yeah. you know, one of my friends needs a chair that I can sell to them and then get, get an office chair. Yeah, um, just, but just yeah, I'll ship be switching
0: FedEx. You know,
1: like last night. yeah. <laughs> send you. <laughs> if you want a computer too? I'll just mail mail you one over that way. There you go. Um,
0: my rig, but, sponsored by Ketchup.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need that. Um, but yeah, so for PC builds, what's kind of what what are you what are you running now? What what's your kind of what okay. what do you what do you dream about? So
0: I think I'm current. So my PC is old. I actually bought it off of an old buddy of mine, and but it was. Better than my original PC. My original PC was like something from 2010. It had like four gigs of RAM, which I eventually updated to like six gigs of RAM. Or was it the other way around? I don't know. Um, And then it had some Zotac, you know, Zotac, whatever. I don't know. That Z brand graphic card um, in it. I think it's
1: Zotac. Yeah.
0: Is Zotac? Okay. So it sounds like a freaking off the shelf medicine. So I wasn't sure. Um, And. You know, it was whatever. It, it would play all my games, but it couldn't play because the the area for the graphic card, I was limited to space because yeah. it was a relatively small uh, case. Um, I updated it uh, with that with that card. I was able to play like League of Legends and things like that, but everything was still on like medium settings at best, you yeah. know? Yep. Um, and then eventually it would overheat and then it just wouldn't work. So I eventually <laughs> updated my PC. And um, so this one, I don't know the full specs on it. Uh, I do have an i. Oh, I'm, just, I'm dumb. I can just look at my computer right now. And it'll tell me what my specs are. <laughs>
1: uh, where? That's a, a really easy way to do it. Windows key DX Diag and It'll tell you everything about it.
0: Yeah. So I have a Intel I seven. Oh, I have an I seven. Um, hey, look at you, but it's a 2600 K. So I think it's an older one, right? Um, it's at, 3.4 gigahertz and it says 4.4. So it's a one that you can like overclock, I guess, because this yep. this system is overclocked. I bought it off my buddy and it's overclocked. Oh, I nice. got I got 16 gigs of RAM. Um, I have initially I had my old graphic card in there, but I eventually updated to upgraded it back in 2018 to a 10 a GeForce 1070 SC, so superclocked version. Okay. Yeah. Um and yeah and it's yeah it it runs warzone okay not without any issues but it shut up dog i'm trying to have a podcast jeez um <laughs> so, <laughs> so the pc runs great i'm running it until it basically dies cuz as much as i would love to build a new pc right now and i want to a you know, parts are still stupid expensive. Like so, the, obviously, are. from what I know, the two biggest pieces are the GPU and the CPU. Yep. You know, um, and so that's everyone wants a thirty series card, m- myself included. I don't need a thirty eighty or thirty ninety. I'm okay. I want with a
1: thirty ninety. It would I just, be. Nice. I just want the, the the top of the line. I've never had the top of the line, so
0: it'd be nice to have, but. To me, like a 3070 is perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll do everything that I need because, you know, we've we played games well enough for long enough to know that I don't play anything hardcore. Sure. It'd be nice to have all the high resolutions, but on a 3070, you still get the high max resolutions, especially if you get the, excuse me, if you get the uh, monitors to be able to kind of boost it, you know, the graphics a little. You get the 140 hertz,
1: whatever. Yeah, computer yeah. talk stuff. And that's stuff. the other thing is you don't want your graphics card to be a, like it, it would be pointless to run like a 3080 on a monitor that's max resolution is like 1080. Like there, there's no point. Yeah, like you, your graphics you're, card you're is way overkill hertz, and you're not you experiencing know? anything.
0: Yeah, like like my my current setup can actually do the. I think I can still probably easily get to like 120 hertz if I had a monitor that would support it yeah but it's at 60 Hertz this monitor that I'm using is a 60 hertz so like even if I wanted to update anything I still got to buy a new monitor and then buy a new monitor is like another a good monitor is probably like another four or five hundred dollars you know and that's just for one I want two and <laughs> so um, but if I was to build something like right now I'd probably just you know I, I would try to future proof it for the most part like
1: yeah same
0: so I would If I can get up to 32 gigs of RAM, I'll do that. I'll get the best, uh, you know, CPU. Although I think I would rather go to Ryzen instead of Intel, though. Because I feel from what I've heard, I'm not a huge computer guy, so disclaimer. But from what I've heard and from what I've read, um, you know, AMD Ryzen has just been getting up there. And Intel is just kind of like not showing anything all that impressive when it comes to CPUs. Um, so I'm thinking of doing that. And then if the time comes to get a new graphic card, ideally a 3070 would be nice, but at the same time, if I get an AMD card, you can use the AMD card and the CPU together to boost its overall performance. So, you know, you have that symbiotic relationship unlike Intel and, uh, NVIDIA, you know?
1: Yep. Yeah, no, definitely. AMD has jumped a long way on this new line of cards. Um, I, we're still in the same situation; you can't find any of them to buy. Um, no, so it I doesn't know. doesn't really help you out there at all. They are releasing a new one today, I believe. It was the um, six, which is which is March eighteenth. For anyone listening,
0: yeah, it's six seven thousand sixty seven thousand uh, six, 6 seven hundred. Yep.
1: Yeah, series card um frame d be interesting Uh, if they have any in stock
0: you know i'm pretty sure they did for like the first 10 minutes
1: oh wow that's great
0: um (laughs) but it's crazy because the whole microchip shortage is the reason why everything's so expensive remember um i remember i was i overheard you on the phone not eavesdropping but you were on speaker Mm -hmm. um but you had called uh, was it a micro center or some other oh
1: yeah, and well, I, we have a we have a local store here um, that doesn't sell online, right. and so I figured it's like best place to get a card. The only people around here that I'm competing with are people around here, and I don't really think we have that big of a gamer community. Yeah, uh, and so I called, and they didn't. They had the what was it the thirty seventy?
0: It was a thirty seventy.
1: Yeah, and they were charging like nine hundred for it, twelve hundred for it. Yeah, so, so eleven hundred somewhere. If there. you guys
0: didn't know, the thirty seventy is what five fifty. Yeah. yeah, supposed
1: to be anyway. I think they were charging nine because they were only up charging like four, four three to four hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, it, it, it didn't go over the thousand dollar range, but even then, it was still pretty dang high. I think the because lo- I think they had two versions of it. I think and it was like one was yeah uh, like eight hundred something, and then the other was like nine hundred something. But either way, I'm just like, that's well over what the MSRP is for. And I understand you got to make money and you can get more money because people are going to want them. But yeah. to me, if I had my own business, okay, you know what? If a 3070 is going for 550 right now, you know what? The max, because her, her, seven, 700 bucks.
1: I don't you know? know. See, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. If like, if, I mean... Because you also have to look at the demand of it, and the well, demand okay. is really high as well. So you, if the going rate on the average rate on the market is a thousand dollars for a five hundred dollar card, I would no, I would be I, stupid I, to not. I hear charge. you on
0: that one, but yeah. take into context of what that business was for you, which is a local PC Correct. shop,
1: but and, gr- granted, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, for them they are not they are not scalping either because they are a district uh, distributor so oh, that's it, it, that's it's true. it's uh, it's different than me going and buying you know 10 of them at 500 dollars and then turning around and flipping them for a thousand that's right. one thing but if but if a company comes out and says hey we bought them from EVGA for 600 the current market on ebay is 1200 we're going to charge you 9 like okay that's not too bad right um but no yeah it it, it does still hurt for a card that on EVGA's website is like 580 and you you can't find it anywhere for under a $1000 which is just stupid I mean, I know. it's just ridiculous and it's even crazy. the older generation cards are stacked up in price
0: yeah, you know, and it's funny. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, why don't you just get a twenty series?" I'm like, 20 series are still freaking expensive. They're just as expensive as the thirty series." You know?
1: Yeah, and you um, can't find any. That's. The, <laughs> I yeah. mean, you, you can find some on Newegg, but they're still like six, seven hundred dollars. And it's like, if the new card's five hundred dollars, I'm not spending six for an old one. Right. So. Um. So that being said, uh, I had,
0: I, oh my god, my brain just farted. So, how would you build yours?
1: If that's the case, so my my dream PC, I I would want to do water cooled, like a custom looped mm-hmm. water cooler, hard lined. Um, but at the same time, I've just switched over to air cooled. Yeah, and I'm getting lower temperatures than I was when I was water cooled. I think um, I, would,
0: I would prefer air cool, personally. Less Less of a hassle, really.
1: I would. I, so I would really, like, if I was to go. like, we're talking dream PC build, yeah. whatever the newest graphics card is by NVIDIA, w- as high as you can go, um, 60, 64 gigabytes of RAM, most likely. I've got 32 right now. Um, and just to future-proof it, add another 32 in there. Um, but then do, like, a wall build, where you like build out the, the layout and have a wall mounted PC with custom oh. water cooling loops and stuff like that. So that's why it's, it's like a piece of art on the wall, but it's also a PC that would just be cool. Make um, use
0: of the RGB and yep. the glass, you yep. know? Uh, no, that's actually a really good idea. I didn't even think about that. Um, the new cases are nice. NZXT has some really nice cases. They do. Um, you know, my brother, he has one and it looks fantastic. Um, I remembered what I was gonna say. It's crazy how, with the microchip issue, it, it doesn't affect just you know GPUs. It's, it's affecting everything, from yeah. Car cars. manufacturers yeah. to, you know, everything. And it's it's crazy because so is it because well I heard it's lack of raw materials, but two it, obviously pandemic, so the pro- overall production speed of it is just considerably slower, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a good combination between the two of those is is. It's hard to produce the raw materials right now, yeah. Um, with COVID being an issue, and then again, you have so you have a delay there, and then you also have a delay in the manufacturing of it because of COVID again. Um, and people manufacturing microprocessors can't really do that from home, um, okay. So it's kind of hard. To, <laughs> it's kind of hard to produce them right now. Um, so we, we've kind of got a perfect storm when it comes to that, um, okay. and then Bitcoin's kind of on the scene. A lot, oh, everyone's mining or, on that—not right? Bitcoin alone, but cryptocurrency in general—is on the scene more now, and so everybody's trying to mine it, which is not a profitable means of, of getting it at all. The best way to the best way to obtain cryptocurrency is to buy it low and wait for it to increase in value, um, which throws Bitcoin out of the out of the mix and well, Ethereum yeah. as well because <laughs> Ethereum's <laughs> high.
0: It's so it's worth so much. Um, So, anyway, that's going to about wrap it up for this episode. Next week's episode, we're going to try to get some other guests on. We'll see how that works out. But we're going to be talking more about finance and, you know, just how that goes. Um, So, thank you again for listening for this week's – with listening to us, really. You know, (laughs) I appreciate it. again if you have any topic ideas feel free to reach out we would love to hear from you guys you know we see that the number count of listens have been going up and i do appreciate it catch up appreciates it um if you like what you hear send us a shout out you know we would love to see you know what you guys have as far as topic recommendations if you guys you know depending on you know your background maybe you guys can jump on and we can have a topic where we can talk about you know discuss about whatever it is that you you may do um so yeah, uh, anything to add?
1: No, nothing from my end. We just really appreciate you listening, and uh, like Soy Sauce said, give us some feedback. Always like, always like to hear from y'all and uh, know what we can do better. What topics you want to to what topics you want to hear covered, um, or if you just want to kind of tag on to what we talked about this time and give us your experience with. Uh, buying graphics cards or computer parts, stuff like that, let us know. Um, also, if you're listening and you've got a custom built PC, send us your specs. I'm, I'm always interested to see what, what other people are running these days.
0: Shoot that to our Twitter, shoot that to our Twitter at ketchup yeah. underscore soy. You know, we would love to check out your PC builds if you're listening Um, and send pictures. Yeah. I mean, we would love to see and maybe that'll inspire us to build something similar to yours.
1: You know, who knows? Yeah. But thanks for listening to episode nine and uh, we'll catch you on episode 10 next week.